0: listening to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick, paediatric doctor turned weight loss coach. I help busy, ambitious mums overcome the frustration of not losing weight. I teach them to eat and live healthily, to look after themselves and feel fit and fabulous. If you want to lose weight by eating healthily, I invite you to sign up for my free roadmap. Three easy steps to weight loss for busy mums. Just go to my website, dralina.com, that's dr. O-R-L-E-N-A dot com, and you'll find it on the homepage and in the sidebar. If you're interested in working with me as a weight loss coach, you can find out more and book a chat by going to the coaching tab. I also have a healthy recipe service, My Kitchen Miracles, that I created for my clients and have now opened up for everyone healthy recipes that will support your weight loss goals and provide your family with healthy, tasty foods. You can find out more in the My Kitchen Miracles tab. Hello, lovely people. Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. Today, I want to talk to you about making things easy for yourself, how change can be easy. And I'm going to talk about one specific method that I use on myself and with my clients. But before we get into that, I want to share with you a win that I have had. Now, I told you last week that it is getting wintry here in Spain, and it is getting wintry. And it's that time of year when you want to snuggle up and you want warm things. Now, if you are a regular listener, you probably know that I love my coffee. I do not drink tea, even though I'm from the UK. I don't like tea. It makes me feel a little bit sick. And I don't like feeling sick. And I don't really like green tea either. But I do love my coffee. Now, I realise that a lot of people... Use coffee to self-medicate when they don't have enough sleep. And as you know, sleep is really important for us. If you haven't heard all about sleep, then go and check out the sleep podcast that I did with Dr. Zarin. Sleep is really important. But what a lot of people do is they don't get enough sleep and then they use coffee to sort of wake themselves up in the morning. And coffee isn't bad for us. In fact, there are health benefits of coffee. Well, I guess it's one of those slightly controversial areas, but I'm going for health benefits. And I love my coffee. So I don't have coffee first thing in the morning. I have a turmeric tea, which my husband says is disgusting, but I quite like. I have my coffee mid-morning. But now that it's cold, I kind of wish I could have two cups of coffee, partly because I know it's just something that I enjoy doing, and partly because I often have a long list of jobs that I don't particularly want to do, and I'd rather be drinking coffee. However, if I drink too much coffee... It affects my sleep at nighttime, and it makes me feel a little bit sick, and I still don't like feeling sick. And I have just discovered an amazing new drink that I can have. Now, hot chocolate. I love hot chocolate. The problem with hot chocolate is it has loads of sugar in it. If you buy hot chocolate, it's got a very large amount of sugar in it. But what I have discovered is that you can make hot chocolate with cocoa powder, as if you're making instant coffee. So I use a teaspoon of cocoa powder, which is 100% pure cocoa with no added sugar, a splash of milk, and I top it up with hot water. And it gives me a slightly bitter taste chocolate. It's not the same as hot chocolate. I'm not trying to get hot chocolate. It's a replacement for coffee. It's hot and wet and warming. That's what I'm looking for. And that is my win for the day. Hot chocolate without sugar. Don't expect it to be sweet And it's really delicious and an alternative to infusions or tea or coffee, something else that I can drink. Okay, moving on from my quick win. I want to talk about trying things on, trying things out, coming to a change with an open mind of, let me just see how that works. Let me just see what happens. So let me explain Let me give you an example from my own self. Now, last year, this time last year, I decided that I wanted to reduce the amount of alcohol I drank. Now, it wasn't that I was drinking loads and loads. I would drink a little bit at the weekend and when I would go and see my mother who lives in France, particularly at holiday times, like Christmas time, we would be offered wine or beer. I love a beer in the summer. And the problem I had was that when I was in a social situation, which wasn't really that often, but I felt that I was incapable of saying no. If there were other people drinking, I somehow felt that I was kind of obliged. I was incapable of sitting there watching other people drink alcohol if I wasn't drinking alcohol. Now, of course I could do it, but it meant that I had to exert a huge, great effort. It was this idea of discipline, of denying myself and uh, not partaking. I hope that makes sense. So what I decided to do was, what lots of people do, a dry January, and to not drink in January at all. And really, it wasn't so much about the weekly alcohol content. It was more about showing myself myself that I could do it, that I could try on this person who didn't drink alcohol and see what happened. And so for the whole of January, I didn't drink. Now, it wasn't that difficult, because I'm not a hugely sociable person. And it wasn't like I was going out all the time to social events. I did find I have a, I meet up with a friend every Wednesday, and we go and practice um, Catalan or English. And it's actually kind of difficult to find a drink that has neither sugar in it nor alcohol in it. So you're basically left with an infusion or sparkling water, neither of which really grabbed me and make me think, oh, this is fabulous. So what I actually did for that month of January was to have hot chocolate, hot chocolate with sugar in it. It was a bit like having an extra dessert, but I just wanted to prioritise this not drinking. So I replaced it with hot chocolate. And here in Spain, they have this really thick, gloopy hot chocolate, which is delicious. And it is like having a dessert. And they serve it with a little biscuit. So it was an interesting month. And actually, once I got into the habit of it, it was really easy. It is almost like it becomes your identity. I go out and I'm going to have a hot chocolate. I've replaced one habit with another habit. And in February, I went back to having a beer or allowing myself to have beer. But after that month, what it did was show me that I can do that. And it isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I did go to places where other people were drinking alcohol and not have alcohol and allowed myself to get to the stage where I can choose to have a glass of wine or beer because I truly want to have that glass of beer or wine, not because it has this hold over me, not because I feel that I have to have it. I can make that choice and it actually be a choice. Now, I hope that makes sense to you. So it was really worth just trying on and reminding myself that it isn't as difficult as it felt like. And I think one of the things about putting a time frame on it is that it doesn't feel like this long, long stretch. If I said I was going to do it for a year, I think that would have felt too much for me. And I've got to the stage now where I can have a drink or not have a drink. I can take it or leave it. I don't feel like I need to cut out alcohol from my life entirely because I'm able to have a glass and leave it at that and not think, oh my goodness, I need to drink a bottle of alcohol, a bottle of wine. Now, I want to give you another example of using the same method that I used with one of my clients. And when she first came to me, she wanted to lose weight and um she had this habit of having chocolate on her way back from work and this having chocolate was really a reward for her for having worked hard and she felt that she needed to give herself a reward and i think we all know this we're stressed we're tired we want to look after ourselves and say you know, you've done something hard, here's a reward for yourself. Now, we worked on other things. We worked on her eating and we worked on the different areas of her life so that she could make sure that she got time for herself to nourish herself in different ways. So reading and having time to do the things that she want to. And we worked out how to get those into her routine because all of those things are important. You can't just take away something, this idea of wanting a reward because it's just going to leave a hole. If you feel that you aren't replenishing yourself, then you need to make sure you do replenish yourself. It just, it doesn't have to be with chocolate. So she also tried on Not having chocolate for a couple of weeks. She started off doing the reboot. Now, if you've been listening to the workshop, the reboot is what I talk about. It's a really good way of doing a similar thing, and you just change the way of eating. I'll tell you more about that in a little bit for two weeks. So, she started off by giving up chocolate just for a couple of weeks, and a couple of weeks is doable and it shows you that it's fine. And she replaced that with other things. So for example, when she drove home, she would listen to podcasts. Now, after two weeks, she went back to eating chocolate. And then after a period of time, she tried it again, two weeks of not eating chocolate. And then she went back to eating chocolate And then she tried it for a longer period of time, a month. And I remember having conversations with her saying, do you know what, you can just say, I'm going to give up eating chocolate. And she said to me, no, I'm not ready to do that yet. I still want chocolate to be part of my identity. Now, fast forward a little bit more. And she's got to the stage where she's like, do you know what, I don't actually miss chocolate. And I can eliminate chocolate from my identity. I am just somebody who doesn't eat chocolate anymore. It doesn't doesn't fulfill me in the same way. It doesn't give me that reward. And when I eat the chocolate, it's one of those things that you think, hmm, it's not as good as I thought it was going to be. And I found the same with alcohol. Back in February, and I was looking forward to having a beer or a glass of wine. And I remember having a beer. My mother and her partner were staying, and he had a beer. And now I like a beer at five o'clock in the sun, but it was February, so there was no sun. And he had a beer, so I had a beer. And I had this beer and I thought at the time, do you know what? I'm not enjoying this beer as much as I had anticipated. It's not as fabulous as I thought it was going to be. And she got to the same with chocolate. It's not as amazing. It doesn't really give me that thing that I'm looking for. I'm getting that thing from other places. And I think this is the crux of what, it means to change. When you really truly change your habits, you don't really want all those other things, those donuts, those cakes, those all those things that you think, now I really love them and they have this hold over me. But once you go through this transition and you come out the other end, you really and truly don't want them. You can just leave them. Now, that transition takes a period of time. It doesn't happen in two weeks or a month. It takes a period of time to work through and go, okay, do you know what? I actually can leave this. I don't really want it anymore. So that is one of the tools that I use with my clients. This just idea of trying something on and seeing what happens. Look at it with curiosity for a period of time and then repeat it and then repeat it for a longer period of time. And it's okay if you have that thing, whatever that thing is, alcohol or chocolate. It's not about denying yourself. It's about getting to the stage where you can make these decisions to actually enjoy it and really enjoy it or go, okay, I can leave it. So if you're interested in changing your habits and want to eat more healthily and lead a more healthy life. Now, if you've listened to the four part workshop, you will know all about the reboot that I am doing at the moment. If not, I really recommend you go and listen to that four part workshop because it really takes you through exactly what I'm talking about. But what I am doing right now, and it's Tuesday today, and on Friday, we're going to close doors on this exciting project, because on Monday, we're going to start this new project. And it is what I call Dr. Orlina's Healthy Reboot. And what we're gonna do is do a two-week reboot, which is where you really focus on healthy eating for two weeks. You're trying on healthy eating. And one of the reasons to do this for a short period of time is, Well, there's lots of reasons to do it for a short period of time. But one of the reasons is it's this idea of trying it on and going, I can do it. And hey, look, I can survive for two weeks without whatever it is that has a hold over me. Chocolate, pasta, alcohol, cakes, whatever it is. And I can eat healthily and really look after myself for two weeks. Now, I don't expect at two weeks everyone to carry on exactly what they're doing. Normally, after two weeks, you find... A better way of balance, and you take some of those habits and you carry on with those it 's about making little changes but this is a really good focused way of trying on so if you 'd like to find out more about the dr orlina 's healthy reboot, then you can find out more at my website dr orlina that 's d r o r l e n a dot com forward slash healthy reboot and in between healthy reboot is a dash a middle dash oh my goodness aren 't dashes complicated. And I am giving away a couple of bonuses with the reboot. The first bonus is three months of My Kitchen Miracles, which is the recipe service that I use with my clients. And the second bonus is what I call Healthy Eating for Kids package. So I've done lots of work previously on how to help children eat healthily. And there's a few resources there, which if you listen to the workshop, I'll tell you more about those. So I'm super excited to be doing this. It's kind of the first time that we've done this and it's going to be absolutely amazing. It's the first time I've done it in a group, I should say. It's going to be absolutely amazing and I'm super excited. So I hope you will come and join me. And remember, if you want to come and join me, it's only open till Friday. Okay, lovely people. I will see you again next week. I have a super exciting treat for you next week. I have Dr. Um, I have Katie Lush who is going to come and talk to us all about movement and how to get more movement into our day. I'm super excited to be interviewing her. Okay, goodbye. listening to fit and fabulous remember to sign up for the free handout three easy steps to weight loss for busy mums if you enjoyed today's podcast i'd be super grateful if you could help me grow my podcast by telling a friend about it have a lovely day and see you next week bye